Good morning. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten our eyes that we may know what is our hope that belongs to our call. That was our hallelujah chorus that they sang so beautifully right before the proclamation of the gospel. That you and I might have the glory of understanding the hope of our call from Jesus Christ to go out and to proclaim the gospel to others, to heal them, and to bring them truth. And that is our call. And you and I are called. There's little we can do about it, my brothers and sisters. Jesus is emphatic. He never relents. He calls us to go out and to proclaim the good news, his good news, that his Father in heaven loves us dearly, and that this world that we live in, the purpose of it is for you and I to become more like him than like ourselves. Now, if you're like me, this concept of being called sounds an awful lot like an evangelist, right? And it's a little intimidating, an evangelist. When I think of an evangelist, I think of Joel Olstein, you know, on TV. He's got 10 million followers on that TV. That's amazing. And a lot of people say to me, they'll say, Deacon, I could never do what you do and what Father Richard does and all our other wonderful priests by getting up and proclaiming the Word of God and preaching. I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't evangelize like that. I'm no Joel Olstein. Well, my brothers and sisters, today I want to point out the fact that you're wrong. You are already great evangelists. You are already succeeding at persuading people every day on how to live their life. You are. I promise you that your children, if your parents are watching you and have for years on what is important in life and what is not, and if your neighbors are watching how you behave and what you do and what you will do and won't do, and your colleagues at work or at school are observing who you are and how you play in this world. So, my brothers and sisters, you and I are evangelists. We are an evangelist for what we believe in, and it is glorified by our life. It is magnified and reflected by how we actually live. So, today we have to ask ourselves a question. Are we a prophet, a good one, or are we false prophets? Is our heart so easily turn towards money and wealth and material things that that is our God? Is that what people see is critically important in our lives? Do people see that fitness, that fitness is everything to you and to me? Well, not, not to me. <laughs> and at least I don't have that problem. Anyway, and then so it becomes a God? Is that who we are? Are we so tied up with being popular at school or in the community that we will do anything to please other people? Is that what they observe? If they do, that's not right. Are we raising our children to become the best they possibly can be so that they can become successful in business and wealthy? Probably we are. 
But that's not his call. His call is to take nothing with you. His call is to take nothing. His call is just to go and count on me for everything. And I will put people in front of you who will receive the word of God. I will make your world possible. Don't have to prepare. Don't have to prepare the words. I will give you the words. This is what our gospel tells us today. In our first reading, Amos, I love this guy, Amos is being challenged by a messenger from the king saying, don't you prophesy here anymore. I'm done with you. This is the king's land and you are not to do it anymore. And you go back to your company of prophets. And Amos looks at him and goes, company of prophets? I'm not a prophet. I've never trained to be a prophet. I'm a shepherd. I am a tender of sycamore trees. I had to look that one up tending sycamore trees. You know what that is? Their sycamores are different than ours. They're more like fig trees. And you have to grab the fig at the stem and sort of squeeze the stem. I don't know if you're killing it or or I don't know what you're doing, but what it does is it makes it ripen so that it would be fruitful and then could be eaten. Does this sound like an evangelist to you? But God called him just like he's calling you and I. And you know why he called him? because he was probably living a life where he was trying to live in concert with the Torah, where he was a good Jewish man, and he was trying desperately to follow God's will. So God called him, and he said, go out and tell him to repent. And he did. He wasn't Joel Olstein. He was powerful because of who he is. And you and I aren't either, but we are more powerful than he could ever be to our family, to our friends, and to our co-workers or students at school. My brothers and sisters, you and I are called. What, and we are also evangelizing. What is our life telling others about ourselves? What is our life telling others about him? And if you're a little bit off target, like me. God is calling us to repent, to wake up, to embrace this beautiful life of Christianity, to love others, to heal others, to spend time with others, to give of ourselves as much as we possibly can, and to let them enjoy the beautiful fruit of the kingdom of God. So go and glorify the Lord by your life.